Welcome to Walking in the Word, Special Edition, The Nativity. I invite you to find a comfy spot where you can relax in quiet and stillness. Let's begin by taking some deep breaths to prepare our minds and bodies to commune with the Creator. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. And exhale. Jesus is reaching his hand out to you. And as you take it, we begin traveling back in time all the way back to the date that everything changed for humanity. We find ourselves on a hillside, walking along a trail that leads to the city of David. We're not alone on this path. Many others are traveling to the regions of their ancestors in compliance with the decree that has gone out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. It is the time of the Feast of Succot when Jews celebrate being with God with them during the Exodus, the time when their ancestors were set free from their bondage and slavery in Egypt. Succot a time where they dwelt in shelters as they trusted the leading and shelter of the Lord. Truly, this was a time that they realized God is with us. As the sun begins to set, we realize that we may not reach our destination in daylight. We come upon a small fire that's been built by a lonely shepherd. He extends a warm greeting, inviting us to sit a while and visit with him. This kind shepherd is holding a precious baby lamb. As the shepherd strokes the lamb's head, he tells us that the lamb's name is Joshua. The name Joshua, he explains, means Yahweh saves this shepherd has named this sweet lamb according to the lamb's purpose. You see, he tells us, Joshua will someday be given as a sacrifice for the remission of sins. Our hearts are saddened by this news as we look into this innocent baby's sheep's eyes. Soon we are engulfed in darkness and the sky is filled with twinkling stars. Suddenly, a bright light fills the sky and we are startled to see an angel of the Lord appearing before us. The angel proclaims to us, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be 
a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those with whom he is pleased. And then, as suddenly as the angels had appeared, they were gone, and the hillside is once again shrouded in darkness and quiet. We sit stunned for a moment. The shepherd jumps up and says to us, We must get to Bethlehem to see this miracle that has taken place. And so we follow him. The very stars seem to be shining more brightly than we've ever noticed before. The moon is giving off enough light that we're able to travel this path safely. On the way, the shepherd explains to us the origin of this city of David. David was Israel's greatest king. The city of David is also known as Bethlehem, Beth meaning house, and Lechem meaning bread. We're traveling to the house of bread. We soon come upon a stone cave that is filled with the light of a fire. Could this possibly be the place a savior is born? A lowly cave that reeks of manure? A metaphor of the worst of humanity that God steps into that we might be saved. In this cave, we find a tiny, brand new to this world infant. He is wrapped in cloths, lying in a stone manger, a carved out space in a rock with shepherds filled with water for their sheep. The living water himself lies in a stone watering vessel. The magnitude of this gift of God overwhelms our hearts. God, wrapping the gift of Jesus in the womb of a young woman, wrapping himself in humanity's flesh, wrapping himself all in the power of the universe into a tiny human baby, the creator becoming part of his creation, the presence becoming the present, the creator of all things, confining and squeezing himself into our time and space. His mother asks if we would like to hold him. And she hands the baby Jesus to you. You look into his eyes and realize you are holding the one who formed you, the one who breathed life into you. How is this even possible? You turn and see our shepherd friend with his sweet lamb Joshua by his side. Because of this infant, 
that you now hold in your arms, Joshua will not need to be sacrificed. You hold the Prince of Peace, your very Savior, in your hands. He reaches up his tiny hand, and his fingers curl around one of yours. These hands and fingers that will one day be surrendered to nails for you. You stroke his sweet head that will wear a crown of thorns. You are holding the author of life himself. And not only has he given you life, but he is giving you his life that you may live with him forever. This is the greatest gift that has ever been given. Just as Mary conceived the word made flesh, we may also receive the word Jesus and become a new creation. Sons of God, daughters of God, simply by receiving him into our hearts, we become united with incorruption. Not only is God with us, but when we receive him, he becomes God one with us. This gift is not only the reason for the season. This gift of God is the reason and purpose for our very existence. This is the gift of life. Today, in the city of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Merry Christmas, friends. <laughs>